What is up, ladies and gents? It is your friendly neighborhood BJJ podcast, Rafa Sparza, and we are coming to you with a live episode of Running the Gauntlet. I hope that you guys are having a great day, and I'm seeing some friends join us, including Bujigatami, who, by the way, has the best PowerPoint game in the business. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Props to Brian. He was watching uh, some festivities earlier this week. Perhaps we will talk about them. And what is up, Chimp Bijitsu, whatever you want to call that. That is totally cool. I appreciate that. I have no idea what it means, but I appreciate you guys for tuning in. It is Monday, January 29th. We have topics in front of us. Why don't we go ahead and take a look at what is on the board here today? Now, here's the weird part. You can tell I've done a test because they're all spotted off. So we're going to put them back on. This is how you can tell the magic of live television. This is how you can tell we did test runs today. So the board looks a little bit different than it did last week. We made some improvements based off of the intellectual property that we were able to get off of this. We took a few minutes, we regrouped, and I feel like this, this board looks a little bit better. But this board isn't just what we're doing here today. We're also talking about some of your questions that you've got. I have an interview in 27 minutes. So you have me at least up until then. If not, maybe just a hair or two, just like right before, so I can get it organized for that interview. All right, guys, I guess it's been a busy weekend. You probably want to get to the topics at hand. So if you're in the comment sections, tell me which topic you want me to start with, and we'll go ahead and get to that topic. So I am looking at you guys who are tuning in live with us right now. Where would you like to start? And while you're about to tell us where we should start, I'm going to go ahead and start with this. If you like this show and you want to support us, you can go join us at high.page backslash grappling hour, and you can see our interviews 30 days before anybody else. What do you get with that for five bucks a month, 30 days beforehand? And for a few extra bucks more, you can see extra bonus content that's not available anywhere else, including technique breakdowns, as well as major, major little bonus interviews that uh, we do with some special guests here and there, and a segment where people roast my competition footage. So... That's what we got for you guys. All right, let's get straight to it. We're going to go ahead and get, I got sent a note via DM. They want us to start with 100K. So here we go, 100K. It seems that the norm this week is 100K in jiu-jitsu. Big shout-outs to our friend over at the PGF, a.k.a. Big Man, Brandon McCatherine, and his group of folks. But he's not the only one. Star-Lord Josh LaDuke has been working hard with Sapatero to bring us a tournament that will give the winner $100,000. So I say this not to brag about my friends, which I guess I am, but to also tell you guys this important key detail. These guys have been grinding, working their asses off, and now it seems like 100K is kind of that entry level to get to that good level of a tournament that people should be giving their time to. I'm telling you guys, if you're not supporting them, you're making it near impossible for us to continue doing big things. So shout out Star-Lord, shout out BMAC and his crew, Keelan, and all of the new partners that are coming along. I can't wait to be a part of those. So that's what you have right there. And what you might have heard in the background was we do have a timer. So the timer in the background will let you know how much uh, time the guest has. They may not be paying attention to what is up here for our clock, but we want to make it so that people get used to answering within that minute's time because TV time be important and hard to replicate. So we got that going on. Let's go back to the board and see where we can go to our next topic and see now it's blacked out. See? 
This is what happens. The board comes with a few little gadgets and a few little knickknacks that we're able to make big things happen. By the way, I was sent this on over and I will mention it when we get done with the health topics here. But I do want to tell you guys, yes, uh, if you do send me comments, even in DMs, I do try to keep an eye on them. So I will try to integrate them as we get a little bit further in. But why don't we go to our second topic over this way and we will go to our second topic, which is them again. Here's what them again means. I mean, clearly, if you read it, you know exactly what it means. It means we're seeing the same thing over and over again that we didn't think we would have to replicate. Yeah, we're obviously talking about Biden and Trump. No, we're not. We're not going to bring that up. Okay, we weren't talking about that. Let's get to the real topic. The real topic is a matchup that was so destined that we knew it was going to happen again no matter what we could possibly do. And that's the Chiefs and the 49ers. No, wait, I wasn't even talking about that one. What's the one I was supposed to talk about? There we go. A matchup, yes, that was so predictable, yet we knew it had to happen. And yet, if it didn't happen, we would have raised hell. Cody and Roman Reigns. Yeah, 2024, book it right now, is the year of matchups. Specifically, rematches. There you go. I don't understand why we have to keep doing these things, but I'll tell you this much. When you saw all three of those things for 2024, we're just getting a reboot of matches that we've had in the past. So get used to it. It's where we are in this world. And they say Hollywood can't come up with new ideas. Y'all can't come up with new ideas. You like the old ones. You'll give them plenty of your money. All right, we're going back to the topics here. Yeah, let's just rip the Band-Aid off on this one. All right, we're going straight to Vince. All right, what can we say? I felt like as somebody who hosts the show, it is important to go ahead and find all the details for this story. So I read the 67 pages from Vince McMahon's court filing, and I have to tell you, it's dicey, it's terrible, it's completely unethical. Having said that, and starting to stop plenty of times, I can tell you this. How the WWE did not have a comprehensive answer or at least give Triple H a prepared statement to go ahead and read when he was doing a press conference where the people did ask them freely, it was entirely disappointing. And more importantly, we're at a point now where those allegations are too real that I think for both AEW and WWE going going forward, they need to have a press person step in, write a statement, have them read it up top, then take questions. Because if they let them go off the cuff... It's not cutting it. It's really, really bad. All right, that's where we are on that one. I would also tell you guys, if you are going to read the full 67 pages, you will get a look into some of the horror stories behind that one. But I want to bring this up before I switch topics. I know a lot of people are wondering what the purpose of this is. Well, due to the anti-trafficking legislation that the Biden administration has written, it does seem that those NDAs may be classified as essentially non-binding. What makes it even more non-binding is the fact that Vince didn't even pay on those receipts. So had he had just paid the NDA, it could be a very different story. I don't know. Maybe he just got away with it for a little bit longer on that. But if these allegations are true, and you do need to take them very seriously, um, it could open the door to other folks who have NDAs with Vince McMahon. So this is a very, very big deal. 
And uh, I would highly encourage you guys to at least be familiar with this case because it may show how cases in the future address NDAs, uh, at least in our sports realm. So there is that. But he's resigned. So he's gone, right? I put up a poll and I asked you how many of you thought it would be like either Vince is out or he's like a horror villain who will find his way back in. And an overwhelming three to one of you think he'll find his way back in like a horror villain. So I don't know how much stock you guys have in uh, seeing justice see the light of day here. All right, guys, in the comment section, tell me where you would like to go next. Our remaining topics here are Pit Fighter, Euros, and Cade. So I'm wondering which one you guys want to talk about here. Um, I know where I kind of am leaning, but I will give you a half second to do that. And remind you guys, if you like this, you can like, comment, and subscribe on all of our stuff on YouTube. We'd love it if you become a subscriber. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers on that very quickly. So we would appreciate it. And uh, just drop us some lines in the comment section. It always helps our our little little show here, and we appreciate all of you who do. All right. The DM that I have here says, why don't we go with Pit Fighter? And I will. I'll oblige. Pit Fighter it is. It's not just a classic video game. This weekend, it was a very real presentation for the grappling arts. The good folks behind Karate Combat decided to make an adjustment. The pit that they have, most of the people do their excellent karate against one another, is now being used for a different purpose, to hold grappling matches. And I have to say, after just ingesting a little bit of it this weekend, kind of a fan. Here's why. I think it addresses a crucial issue within the sport of grappling, which is that most people go out of bounds and sometimes even on the floor or worse, the hard Jersey carpet, which we don't know what kind of disgusting things are on that. Let's be honest. Having said this, this pit did seem to give us a way to make sure the action stays contained within a certain area and I'm all for it. So I'm very intrigued to see what the good folks over at pit submissions continue to do. Shout out them. Keep up the good work, you guys. And uh, we'll be watching. So yeah, if you guys haven't had the opportunity to go check it out, it did look very odd to see three random matches happening on there, but it did gather some attention and some important of note kind of uh, headlines over the weekend. So shout out to them. They made something that I didn't have in my head or my bingo card uh, imagined. So I would tell you, keep an eye on that. We have two remaining topics here. Again, looking for where you guys would like to go. I am very amicable to hearing our friends who are in the comment section or at least watching along live with us. And again, thank you so much for staying with us right now. I hope you like the new way the, the box looks. We reformatted everything after last week. We took a look at it. Um, I took another stab at the graphics. And uh, I think we're at a better presentation than we were even just a week ago. So shout out to all of you guys who are joining us right now. I think we will now adjust to another topic. And just so you know, we are looking to do this very format, this game, this thing, this presentation with guests in the near future. So it's coming. We're building to it. I want to do a few test runs to make sure the machine works well before we we go ahead and take it out for a test run with some guests. And we've had some friends who have offered to come on the show, and I'm very excited to bring them on in the near future. All right, let's go to our next topic. Our next topic is Cade Rotolo. All right, I see you. 
I see some weird ass submissions that you're pulling off. Crucifix was already scary enough, but this dude's adding crucifix at angles and you can consider me horrified. But that wasn't even the scariest thing that he was doing this weekend. This past weekend, after picking up a win at 1FC's grappling portion of their pay-per-view, he did start to signal he's looking at doing a transition into MMA. You know, most people, I try to talk out of it on the grappling side. I want you grapplers to make money doing grappling. Having said that, I think this is the right kid. I think him and Ty, those are the right kind of people that we would like to represent us on the jiu-jitsu side in MMA. Having said that, is that going to interfere with ADCC? Because I'm not a fan of that, kids. So Ty, Rotolo, get a calendar. Let's talk. I want you guys at ADCC, and you can wait until then to do MMA. Oh, it's hard to get into a minute. I have a lot to say about them. Especially when people are texting me. They're like, yo, did you see this? And I was like, I definitely saw it. And uh, they have very nicely invited me to go train with them at their garage. And I just feel like I would not survive that. I think I would be killed. I think there's a good standing. The two of them would go out and bury me. And that would be the end of Rapa Sparza and the end of the grappling hour, which would be very sad for, I think, some of you. Not all of you, but some. All right, we got one topic left. And, uh, you know, this was a, a course of major conversation. So... As we're about to bring it up, let's go ahead and circle that one right now. And if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hits, or allegations that you want me to address after I do this next topic, throw it in the chat and we will go from there. But ladies and gents, our last topic on the board is Euros. Euros is a tournament that happens over in some place in Europe that, you know what, forget it. We're talking about the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble happened this weekend and it was epic. The women's might have been better than the men's. They made better moments. They made better debuts, better surprises. The men's kind of standard, but it was the right two people. And now we're learning that CM Punk might have been injured in that match. But if I can make one little note here for the good folks over at the WWE, how did we still go for four hours with four matches? I get two of them are the Royal Rumble. But good Lord, four Four, four matches, four hours. I think that's a bit too much. I do not know how we were there, yet I will say this. Congratulations for landing it, and Cody Rhodes, 100% the right choice. I know we said them again, but this is the right them again. And I have to say this, uh, congratulations to Slim Jim for getting a respect for holding values, by the way, this weekend. There's nothing funnier than Slim Jim putting out a statement that said, you know, we here at Slim Jim uphold our most traditional values, and we take them seriously about these allegations from Vince McMahon. And I go, I didn't know we were going to get such a strong representation, a rebuke, if you would, from, of all people, Slim Jim, uh, which has been with the WWE and pro wrestling for ages. So those are the topics I had thrown at me. If you guys have a couple in the comment section, I can indulge them as we are doing this last little round second. Like I mentioned, I have an interview in a few minutes. I do want to point this out since we are talking about the Royal Rumble. It was reported that Pat McAfee didn't actually know that he was going to be called up. And to which point I call bullshit because I think when, you know, Cole was looking at him, he said, don't look at that sheet, look at this sheet. And he looked down and he realized he was going to be pulled in there. The rumor was that he was replacing Brock Lesnar's number because Brock can't, you know, do stuff right now for read the 67 pages. You'll understand why. So 
not only did that throw off the plans, but they couldn't put anybody else from NXT or on the roster. Every year, we always think who didn't get included in this year's WWE's Royal Rumble. And there were people who could have fulfilled those spots, but instead, we're over here looking at and wondering, why are we so concerned that Pat McAfee just wasn't told he was going to be in the Rumble when literally anybody else could have been in it and done just as good, if not, you know what, he was a waste of time. Let's just put that down. That was a bad spot. What's up, Crispy? It was just annoying to see that go the way it goes. And as we mentioned, yes, it does look like CM Punk may have tore his triceps and uh, not bueno. Does look like he will be missing out on the WrestleMania season, which is kind of a bummer, which is part of the reason why he came back. So between him and Seth Rollins, you have two people who we were very excited to see two months ago. And I don't know that you'll see Seth there either. I mean, he's definitely playing it and saying he'll be fine in about four weeks. And we definitely wish them a speedy recovery, but yikes. So lots to contend with here. The note that I did get while we were about to go on the air, somebody actually threw a topic at us. And I'll go ahead and address it now since I didn't get a chance to include it in the board. But in the future, I may not be able to do this. Somebody said Gordon's dying has to have been in the lead this week, right? I mean, there can't be a possibly bigger. That just says there's no more words. I think he ran out of text. Um, Yeah, I'm not quite familiar with what's happening with Gordon. I actually get most of my news about Gordon from the uh the site that our good friend runs mixed martial artish I, I don't follow him anymore i just figure if anything's newsworthy it'll find its way to me so no real disrespect to him i guess but uh yeah you guys can tell me i figure if it's going to be something important you guys will just message me and let me know what's happening i never ever uh have any idea until it's made its way into a headline so I don't know that he was dying, but I thought the the joke they put up today was that he's back in the gym, which just begs the question, how many times do you have to retire? I think the weird part is this. I think we're getting set up to be a decent grappling world without Gordon. It's not perfect. It's nice to have him grapple, but with these 100Ks that we're offering to people now, it does seem like we might be able to build the next star. And what's great about the WWE is, you know, we are losing CM Punk. We might not have Seth Rollins. That roster is deep and they can replace those people because the organization is bigger than any individual star. You might start seeing that in grappling. I think the PGF is doing an excellent job on starting to build stars. Uh, Sapatero has done a great job of giving those athletes the ability to perform and identify themselves individually. And they did have those team events this past weekend, but you did get time for all of those really, really notable people to kind of shine. So I don't know. I don't know if uh, where we are with Gordon and, uh, you know, I hope he's okay, but if he's not, it'll still be very exciting to see how ADCC goes. The only thing that's up in question is if we'll end up getting the super fight for this year's ADCC. So, you know, he said he was going to take everything off his plate except for that. And we'll see if that's something that he says to or if he starts modifying that. So appreciate that question. 
last couple seconds here, I will take any remaining questions that you guys have. We have uh, Officer Grimy is going to be interviewed by me in just a few minutes. That will not be live, but that will be available to all of our subscribers within the next week or so. And then it'll go out to everybody 30 days after that. So very excited to do that interview. Officer Grimy, of course, came to a lot of our attention when he opted to do a reverse using his legs for an EBI overtime at the main character jiu-jitsu organization, which I know it sounds odd to imagine, but it was even odder to watch it happen live. So I definitely want to get his interpretation of that. And he's somebody who's very active on the competitive scene, so I will enjoy getting his notes and his feedback from that. So here's what I'm looking for in the near future, you guys. I would love it if you could give us some feedback, let us know what you like, let us know more of what you'd like to see. And then in the comments or in any DMs that you got for me, tell me who you want to see on the show in the near future. So when we go back and we look at this episode, we'll definitely take notes. We're going to keep revising and keep going and keep making adjustments as we are there. So we appreciate you guys as we are in what we call our R&D phase, our research and development phase. A couple quick reminders before we get on out of here. I want to tell you guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. And you can watch all of our interviews. They go on our YouTube page 30 days after. So if you want to watch it for free, go to YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. And if you want to comment here, comment on the news item that I missed out on this week that I needed to have talked about because I definitely, definitely will be missing some considering the board only has six options per week. So that's number one. Number two, if you like this show, go on over to high.page backslash grappling hour, become a member of the grappling hour community. And for five bucks a month, you can see our interviews 30 days before anybody else. And for a few extra dollars, you can pay to help me put up equipment here, help me travel. I may go down to San Diego this weekend for the role for beer a uh, little thing that's happening over in San Diego. I think that's really cool and I want to support them. So it helps to pay for that equipment, little fancy stuff you see here, et cetera, et cetera. And for miscellaneous things. So you get to see in exchange for that, some good stuff, including extra bonus content episodes, technique breakdowns with the athletes themselves, and a segment we like to call Roast Raft where people roast my competition footage. What's up, Star-Lord? You know, I should say this just so I can mark it out. Starlord, in case you just showed up here, you guys made the board today. So look at that. You guys were part of 100K. We shouted you out. We shouted BMAC out. You guys have raised the stakes. It's 100K now just to even get our attention. I think if we're looking at any of these up and coming grappling organizations. So kudos to you. Oh, Conscious Keelan, you guys are here too. Look, Keelan, you just missed the whole thing. It was a whole 100K thing that we just talked about. And I like that you and Brandon had like a gentleman's agreement. You're like, is it 100K? 100K? And then I do 101K. You better not, you son of a bitch. Watch me do it. Sorry, my dog's barking right now. So that, you know, I got to start moving these things. But yes, we're playing the game every week. We do this. Uh, this is our new segment, Running the Gauntlet. Of course, named after the terribly stupid thing that we do in jiu-jitsu where we line up everybody and then hit them with our belts. Some of us even in Nogi, which is always wild. Why would you hit somebody with a belt in Nogi? Anyway, I guess that's what we do. So what I'm telling you guys is this is coming up. Tomorrow, we're actually doing a live broadcast with Conscious Keelan himself and Brandon and Catherine to talk about their PGF. Big, big news. They announced it today as well as Starload. Everybody pay attention to those two organizations. That is coming up in the near future. What's up, B-Cruise? 
So we got those things coming up. And uh, a couple of quick things. Join our Discord if you guys want to continue the conversations that we have here on the show. And, 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 and. Uh, if you guys want to pick up our merch, check this out. We got t-shirts like this. You can catch them on over at rafasparza.com backslash merch. Or you can go to grapplinghour.com. All of these come with a nice little packaging like this that we mail out to people. And if you're local, check this out. You guys get a nice little bag to all of our local friends. And uh, you can also get a hoodie because it's cold in certain places, I am told. So it's the Grappling Hour hoodie. The hoodies run for 45 bucks right now. T-shirts, 25 a combo. You can get them together for the low price of $60 plus shipping and handling. So I'm saying if you want to support the show, you can do those things. And we very much appreciate it. So that's what we got for you guys today. I think that's going to do it for us here on the show. This has been another installment of Running the Gauntlet. My name's Rafa Sparza. We'll see you back on the mats.